Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Call 870-26300. And brought to you by Kitchens Truck Sales. For all types of used trucks and trailers for almost all industries, especially farming and farming related. KitchensTruckSales.com. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. We never actually do that. We're inside and we're not allowed. <clears throat> might br- might break skin. something. Do we even have a pigskin in here? No. We have a bunch of... Uh, Basketball. Yeah. Uh, coach, welcome back. How are you? Good to see all you guys Sorry again. I missed you last week. It's okay. Wes did a great job. Uh, yeah. Let me believe that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wes always does a good job. Hey, listen. Um, I got a go completely off script here for just a second. I just saw a story that is very confounding to me. Help me understand this, okay? Um, you know how much I love the NCAA coach. <laughs> In- independent panel rules that Coach Penny Hardaway did not violate NCAA rules. Semicolon. Memphis placed on probation and fined. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. <clears throat> let me Let me repeat that. Excuse me? Excuse me? I don't understand what happened there. Uh, did not violate, gets fined. An independent uh, Memphis Tigers basketball coach did not violate NCAA rules and provided benefits to three prospective student-athletes because of his long-standing philanthropy in Memphis. But they're still going to fine him $5,000 and placed on three years probation. I, I don't get that. Anyway, the NCAA sucks so bad. Well, I can tell you this. Probably about uh, six or seven years ago, maybe maybe ten, um, the head coach now has to sign up that you're – you know, regularly going over, and this is in all sports, going over compliance rules and regulations with your staff, uh, weekly meetings that you have to document uh, in case there ever is an issue. But at the end of the day, they make it very clear that any violation that happens under your watch, the head coach is responsible. So, sure. I don't know, $5,000 maybe says he's responsible. But uh, when a head when a head basketball coach or football coach or baseball coach and there's a violation in your program, you probably have some idea knowing that it's going on. Yeah. That, that's just me. But apparently there was no violation, so then there's still a fine and a probation. And a probation. I don't get I don't, it. I don't get it. Anyway. anyway move along. Uh, have you ever seen a ball, have you ever had a kicker kick one off the top of the goalpost before? No, that's hmm. the first time I'd seen that. Um, I've obviously have had. <laughs> Lots of weird things happen in the kicking yeah, game. In the kicking game, uh, a lot of missed kicks and hit goalposts and so forth, hit uprights, but uh, uh, never seen it hit the actual top of the flat surface of the goalpost and then fall straight down. I've never seen that. Have you coached in an NFL stadium? You did, right? When you yeah, guys NRG, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, what they do with the goalposts? Were those the usual goalposts they use, or were they? Did they bring in different posts? Or they do you bring know? in diff- different posts. Okay, yeah. and uh, and you know, interestingly, um, they would bring grass in. Uh, for our game, mm-hmm. you know, they would roll the grass, and now they don't do that anymore. Now, yep. uh, the first couple of years there, they would bring. I remember one of our players walked away. You know, the little the hooks that you put in a sod to hold the sod down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of our players caught a caught a hook. Caught a hook. Yeah. Um, I mean, he just pulled it out. But I mean, uh, but yeah, they they brought in goal. Pulled posts. it out of his leg. Pulled out his leg. Yeah. 
Uh, sure no big did. deal. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was my son, so I was aware of it. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, they uh, they rolled grass in and they rolled goalposts in, but uh, of course they don't do that now. That's wild. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about the game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I guess the, the take from the general fan and, and from us and the media, I mean, we're, yeah, we're a little biased, but I think we also can be objective. I think Arkansas is the better team, and if they played, I think Arkansas would have been, we, you can say seven, six, ten, nine, whatever. Not ten, obviously, nine. How many times they'd win out of ten, I don't know. But I do think they're the better team, and unfortunately they, a couple critical errors cost them. Do you agree yep, with that? 100%. Uh, better football team didn't win, and that happens. That happens in college football, happens in <laughs> junior high football, happens in the National Football League. Arkansas needs it to happen again this week. Absolutely, and it could. Um, <laughs> with all that being said, there were some catastrophic errors that were made. You know, the, the Superman jump, I have some experience with that as well. Um, also with your son? With my son, yes. 14-point um, <laughs> swing, uh, that's not a called play. That, that's just the athlete trying to make a play for his team. And, and you, love the, you love the energy there and, and, the, and the passion to do that. But uh, when you're 235, 40 pounds, you keep your cleats in the ground and, 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 and you trust your strength and, and the line in front of you and you, and you bore through. But, uh, you know, that was a 14-point swing, catastrophic. The, the second and 30, a huge play. Um, the Hornsby series package, you got them out of rhythm. Um, you know, that you got who out of rhythm, your own team out of rhythm, yeah, your own team out of rhythm. You know, you're behind the chains and, and, you know, just, you know, ugly football there for, you know, two or three plays. And then to me, and it's been talked about, I'm sure is the center snap, just the execution of a center snap made that field goal, you know, longer, right. You know, if it's five yards shorter, does he make it? Probably, maybe we don't know, but a couple of just catastrophic things. But here's the angle. I was talking to Wes while you had stepped out for a second. Coach Pittman looked really tight, in my opinion, you know, because I watch the coaches and that kind of thing. He, you know, Jimbo just looks goofy all the time. I know Jimbo, he's just, you know, goofy. He's just older and goofy now. But <laughs> um, but Coach Pittman looked a little tight, you know, and I got to thinking about that. You know, undefeated, top ten in the country on his watch. He's been in that situation as an assistant at Georgia, I'm sure. But undefeated, top ten in the country. Uh, as a head football coach in a, in a, in a massive game, um, you know, and sometimes your team takes on that personality. Now, I don't think that affected Kendall Bryles, and I don't think it affected Barry Odom, but, you know, coach just looked a little tight. Maybe some of his players played a little tight at times, you know, and then he mentioned he got mad. Well, he should have gotten mad at a couple things, you know. Um, but um, it's one that got away, and um, you have to learn from it and grow from it. And, you know, you miss a couple of – off schedule throws across the middle high, you know, and and uh, but boy KJ when he had to have some plays early in the game he made them. The running game is phenomenal, but I think you go back why I felt like coach might have been tight is because there's a couple of things that just can't be fixed right now. Their personnel on the back end can't change. I mean they are who they are. They got Slusher back. They kept him at nickel apparently. You know we were all kind mm-hmm. of saying are they gonna move him to safety or not? He made a big difference. But their personnel, they, they are who they are now after four games. And their tackling is not going to get a whole lot better. They got exposed again in space. You can work on it, but that's something through recruiting and offseason and player development and spring practice and those kind of things when that gets improved. And they are who they are in those two aspects. Now, can they, you know, block better and, you know, out-execute people and catch the ball better and throw it better? Yes, yeah, some of that can improve. But my experience is that tackling in space – you are who you are after four or five weeks of the season. And so that got exposed a little bit against Missouri State, and then it got exposed again with H.E.N. and Anias Smith. 
you know, last year the the tackling seemed to be better, but they were playing a lot of zone coach, and so when you're dropping eight guys, you you, you have a whole team running to the ball and t- team tackling. Now they're blitzing more. They're playing a little bit more man to man. They're also running some uh, some quarters, and so you don't have as many guys in the secondary running to the ball to team tackle. Right. Is that a way to fix it though? Could or, or is it too late to go? You know, to go back. Scheme and say, can help. Yeah, you can. You know, rush three and you know. But 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 here's what I think Coach Odom's doing is Drew Sanders is a pretty good football player. I mean, yeah. how does Alabama let that guy anyway? Who's the starter that's in front of him? That's what I want to see Saturday. But no, you don't. Drew Sanders. <laughs> Nick Saban blamed injuries, but Drew anyway. Drew Sanders is pretty good at rushing the passer. So you got to get him involved doing that, and to do that, you have to add to the front to do that, which now is one less in coverage, one less in pursuit, one less potential tackler mm-hmm. if the ball gets out and there's not a sack. So. Um, but you're right. Yeah, I mean, if you've got seven or eight back there yeah. versus five or six rallying to the football, but what I'm seeing is some poor angles, you know, overrunning, not staying on the inside hip, using the sideline as the 12th man, you know, just some coaching fundamentals there. Um, and those don't change during the middle of a season. I mean, they don't. They really don't. Schematically, you can do some things to add people, you know, to rally to the football. But anyway, um, I, I, I've talked to – bunch of people last 72 hours or whatever and you know it's just disappointing but you move on and and you got a you know just a great opportunity this week and and uh before we turn the page to alabama let me ask yeah. you about you you were an oc you know in the fbs obviously play called plays at, at, at uh, central arkansas as well um there's 73 plays or whatever kendall browse called the other day right? Right, right and i think the majority of them were very good but everybody's going to turn to that one series or an occasional play, and then you go back to like the fourth and nine that was inexplicable a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. What uh, I mean, what's the thinking there when it, when you're pounding on a play over and over again? Do you just keep running until they stop it, or do you mix it up, assuming they're going to adjust to it? Well, I like I like I like to kind of stay with it, but also too, you don't want to overuse it. You want to keep it in your back pocket for that critical that critical third and five. You know, if the counter's working on third and five, and it's normally a passing down. And you've really gashed them with it, you know. You, you keep that one in your back pocket, depending on where you are on the field, as as a possibility to call. But yeah, I mean, if something's working, you typically you try to stay with it until they stop it or make an adjustment to it. But also, too, you don't want to overuse it because you know they're going back to the sideline to to make adjustments, right? Um, but maybe, uh, yeah. Hey, look, I thought he called a good game except for a couple of plays. You know, he did not call the Superman jump. I mean, that's a that's an athlete trying to make a play. I mean that unfortunate um but um the, the to me the only criticism might be is how they're trying to engage Malik Hornsby a talented player very fast um do you use him more as a decoy now do you uh get him involved uh in some basic plays and not trick plays um you know we're going to talk about UCA here in a minute well Kylan James is that guy that can run the football, but he does a lot of different things. So, um, you, to me, you just got to involve Hornsby in some basic plays, a run game package, a zone read package from the quarterback position, or give it to him on a jet sweep, or fake it to him on a jet sweep, or let him take the top off on a vertical package and bring one of those receivers underneath on the dig route. Because I promise you, when he gets to the second level, he's going to attract some attention, or he's going to get the ball if he's behind everybody. What are the keys taking on a team like Alabama where you're a huge underdog at home? Well, you can't make mistakes. I mean, you have to capitalize on any mistakes that Alabama makes 
and you can't. You've got to play clean. And you, I, I still don't know how good Alabama is. I don't know how good they're very good at quarterback, and they're very good at running back, and they've got the best maybe defensive player in the country in Will Anderson. But I would run. I would. I, your identity again. You are who you are after five games and or four games, and uh, run the football, make them stop it, and then do you know ha- have a plan out off of that. How do you keep the game? Because you again, I think there was some that didn't feel like a regular loss. How do you keep that from beating you twice? Yeah, you can't get you can't get beat twice. Well, I I don't think they're going to have a hard time getting the attention that the number two team in the country or whatever they are, uh, you know, coming into town and. CBS, I think, is going to be there. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't think they're going to have a hard time uh, getting their attention. And, and look, this is the game that we really need to see K.J. Jefferson run the football. This is the game now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I worry about the hits on that quarterback. Again, experience of a, having a quarterback that can do both. But those hits take a toll later in the year. Well, they don't have Alabama left on the schedule after this one. So this is the game where you create that run game for that quarterback. Mm. And then, of course, you don't ignore the pa- you know, the passel of running backs that you have that yeah. are so good. I mean, no doubt. really talented. I noticed a couple times in the game against A&M, he wasn't putting his head down and, 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 and forcing the issue. Yeah, it was like he was ex- getting ready to accept the hit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then they didn't hit him either. It was no. almost like a pillow fight. And he ran out of bounds a couple of times, and uh, one time it was on a first down. It was like first and ten on a little bootleg, and he ran out, and he ran out of bounds at the five. And I'm like, or five after picking up five, I'm like, he could have kind of leaned his shoulder in and picked up eight, you know, and made it second two instead of second. Well, and I know this. I'd rather rather get five and get out of bounds. I I know. I'm just letting you know. Arkansas can't give up 140 or 50 yards rushing like they did to A&M. I mean, you know, that HN, that one kid, I think. HN, he, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. He had, what, 130, 40 yards rushing. I well, believe. one big run. Right. But, but I mean, you can't. Yep. You got to stop the run, make them one dimensional. Of course, then you got to pick your poison because you got the Heisman <laughs> Trophy winner <laughs> yeah. back there. But That's cool. But you just got to play a clean game, be, be who you are, and uh, somehow you got to tackle better. How, how'd it go? We held them to 99 yards rushing. Great. What happened in the past? Gave up 700. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I, well, I was just like, <laughs> we, remember when we went to Georgia Southern? We were not going to let the fullback beat us, and I think he had like. 20 carries for 17 yards, and the quarterback set a school record with 400 yards rushing. <laughs> Not good. No. That was a rough day. But still had our chances. Yeah, we did. And that's all Arkansas can ask for this weekend. Let's turn the page to Arkansas State. Speaking of having your chances, it's been a tough luck uh, fall so far for them. Well, they had it. They had it. They went on the road to Old Dominion, who had beaten Virginia Tech a couple of weeks earlier. Um, they had that game. Uh, really kind of gave it up in the second half. I am still continue to be impressed with uh, Blackman, the quarterback, he seems like he is uh, much more comfortable in what they're asking him to do. Somebody told me but, yesterday they may be dinged up there and maybe down to their second or third guy well, quarterback. I, yeah, I haven't read that, but if, if that's if that they've got Monroe coming in this week and uh, uh, they're playing pretty good. They beat Louisiana Lafayette uh, uh, at home this past week. Matt Kubik is the offensive coordinator there. Terry Bowden, my old friend. So how about that? Um, oh, but wow. hey, if, if there is one thing about Arkansas State, we could say is that they're four and zero against it's the spread. spread. There you go. So. <laughs> Yep, I will say that. Yep, Arkansas three and one against the spread, not too shabby either. Thankfully, oh, huh. yeah. I saw. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll for those get to of us that who, later, I got a good list of those. For those of us who if, utilize if that thing, yeah. If you utilize the spread, some of us decided to play the money line. Not a good move on Saturday. All right, uh, you mentioned UCA already, and and obviously it's. I, I feel like they've had two games they could have won, yeah. but a couple of critical errors again. Kickoff return to each of those two games have cost them significantly. A couple of special teams mistakes outside of that. Did sniff out a fake field goal yep. and did some good things offensively. You mentioned Kyler James. He's become a real X factor for them. 
But, um, you know, again, they're in a basically playoff mode to me at this point now. Yeah. Um, you know, was concerned about the quarterback, just hadn't played in a while, new system. I think uh, Ken Collins has done a good job of settling him down. The last two weeks he's thrown for nearly 600 yards, I think. Um, so good there. They're, they're scoring a few points. But, again, they have to clean up the kicking game. You can't – you can't give up explosive kickoff returns and punt returns for touchdowns or have punts blocked. You just can't do that, and you can't miss field goals from inside of 35, 40 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a recipe not to win, um, and it just looks bad, you know. So uh, this week they've got Austin P coming in. The former head coach at uh, Southern Miss is at Austin P. Uh, Mark Hutsmith was there before. They, 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 they are good, and I think they're top. 16. Yeah, 15 team in the country. Uh, but they're back home on the stripes. Uh, Coach Brown will have his team prepared. You know, the thing you love about him, he's so positive. He's so upbeat. He believes in his kids. He likes this team. Uh, but they got to cut out the special teams' mistakes because that puts you behind on the scoreboard, not just the chains, but the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. And then they've got to knock off the personal fouls. I think, I think those have really hurt them, uh, and that's been kind of a consistent thing. UAPB falls uh, against Alcorn last week, and going back on the road, I think they're at Southern this weekend. Yeah, they've got Southern this week. You know, Alcorn's run game was just too strong. Uh, I got a chance to uh, watch a little of Alcorn State and McNeese. They went down to Lake Charles and just pounded them, and uh, uh, just too much run game against UAPB. But uh, they do have to go on the road this week against Southern. Uh, I watched the Southern LSU game. Southern's got a couple of dudes, you know. They've got some athletes, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's going to be a tough get uh, for the Lions. All right, let's talk about Division Two. We had a premier matchup, and from what I heard from the morning show, it's been a long time since we had a top ten matchup in the state. And uh, give credit to the Tigers. I mean, Harding's really kind of owned things the last couple of years down there, but it's been uh, it's a big time win for Coach Knight. Obviously, that was our game of the week in the conference. A huge game, two top ten programs, top ten win uh, puts them in the driver's seat in the Great America Conference. Uh, kind of puts Harding in playoff mode. Uh, Wes, uh, you know, we talked about, and I've kind of been on Southern Arkansas's yep. bandwagon to, to be better this year, and they knocked off Henderson. That, that was a big win mm. for them. So, uh, although they're 2-2 two and two in the conference, that puts Henderson now in playoff mode the rest of the year. So, you've got uh, OBU undefeated, really in the driver's seat till probably the Battle of the Ravine game late in the year. And then you're sitting there with Harding and UAM at 3-1. and one. I was going to ask you about them. I mean, yeah, so uh, they've got to go on the road this week uh, to southwest Oklahoma. Uh, DeMilan Brown is on the Harlan Hill watch list. Look out. Hey, hey uh, true, you like dual threat guys, Stan? You need to go check out my guy in Monticello. Yeah, big dude, too. Yeah, big dude. Very physical, throw the football, run the football. But, yeah, so uh, Harding and UAM and, and Henderson, they sitting there with one loss, really in playoff mode all the way. OBU in the driver's seat. Uh uh, you know, undefeated in the conference with a huge win, you know, over Harding. My game of the week this week is uh, UAM away at Southwest Oklahoma. You know, it, Dear Lord, how do you handle adversity? Trip. How do you handle success? How, we'll how do you handle a 700-mile drive, Coach? That's the question. <laughs> yeah, in a bus. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and talk a little high school and then whatever you want to get into with Coach here real quick. Donald, go ahead, and we'll take our time out after that. Yeah, it seemed like Chris Russell Jr. He ended up causing a bunch of havoc in our offense the other day. Who was that? Was that number four single digit guy? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah he, like he he was a force. All day. So I don't know who was on our offensive line that was covering him, but it seemed like they didn't do very good at that. He was coming right up the middle most of the time. 
We can no, ask Don Wagner about that. I thought it was four or five. Might have been. Single yeah. digit guy. He was a single digit guy. Yeah. yeah. No, and you know, all those kids, I think, are young kids. Yeah. I mean, Donald, thanks for the call. That's part of that big recruiting class, I think, that they had this past year. So, but uh, they did a pretty good job. Only I mean, they get still better. ran for over two hundred yards, and I think they only gave up one sack. But he did create some havoc in the middle. Right. Ten fifty. Back in a sec. It is ten fifty three. Clint Conk hanging with us here. Brought to you by our friends at Farm Brothers Flying Service and Kitchens Truck Sales over in Mariana. Appreciate them very much for the. Sponsorship. Appreciate Coach coming up and hanging out, talking some football. And we got into college. We talked a little bit about D2. Now we should talk a, a little bit about high school, I suppose. Coach, before you get out of here today. Yeah, so, I mean, we had some really good games last week. Uh, very impressed with, uh, you know, down in 4A, Warren going to McGee. Mm-hmm. A tough environment. Good team, traditionally. Uh, that win, particularly coming off that overtime win the week before at Star City, you know, so – and they've played Stuttgart, so, I mean, they've played outside of maybe Arkadelphia and Harding Academy as tough a schedule. So, the Lumberjacks look poised to make another deep run. Yeah, you can you can go ahead and say they're the conference champs. And that's why you're, I'm sure, got that orange on uh, <laughs> today, that Warren Lumberjack orange. But yeah. uh, they've beat the two best teams in that conference, yeah. and they should be uh, – Everybody else kind of just playing yeah. for second place. Yeah, now. well, they, right. McGee, I, th- I believe that's this week, McGee and Star City. Yep, that's Star right. City. So, at that's uh, City. for second place most likely. Yep, so uh, – uh, 7A this week, uh, you know, Conway's held serve. They've got North Little Rock. North Little Rock looks to be playing better football. Uh, they've seemed to kind of find their identity. Uh, so that'll be a big game at uh, John McConnell Stadium uh, in Conway. Two versus ten in the state. Yep. And, and, uh, and like I said, North Little Rock's kind of found their, 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 their legs, and, and, uh, but they've got to stop that high-powered Conway offense, man. They can score some points, and they do it in a hurry. Donovan Omolo, is he a college quarterback? You know, I have he's not, only a junior. Yeah, so. I have not seen him play in person, um, and he's still growing. But obviously all the experience he got as a starter last year and the numbers he put up and the numbers and the decision-making that I've seen on highlights and so yeah. forth, you got to think that he is going to be a college prospect by the time his senior year rolls around. Uh, they're very good on offense, and uh, whoever beats them is going to have to outscore them. Uh, uh, they beat a very good Washita Monroe football team you know, a couple weeks ago. So um, 60-something on them. Yeah, that's right. And that's a really good football program out of North Louisiana. Uh, and 6A this week, our, our, our Little Rock Catholic uh, Rockets, you know, they won again. They, they had to go to Searcy. Uh, you, you were at that game, I believe, or part of it. Uh, they beat Searcy on the road. Now they come home and they host a really talented, physical, well-coached West Memphis team. And so a uh, big challenge this week at the stadium uh, for Catholics. So that's kind of my two marquee games this week. That's our uh, game of the week, by the way. High school game yeah. of the week this week. Well, on the and bus. then just super impressed with Harding Academy again. Yeah. You know, local right there in Searcy. I mean, they move up in division. They had missed a beat, and they're scoring points in bunches too. And you want to watch good offensive football? Go watch uh, Harding Academy and Conway because they can score points with everybody. They, uh, they 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 put it on Stuttgart last week, and I thought that was going to be a good game, and uh, just rolled all over them. They're doing this with the sophomore quarterback that found out in July that he was going to be the starting quarterback because last year's starting quarterback decided he was going to play oh, yeah. baseball only. Uh, he's committed to the Razorbacks. And remember, we found out on the show when Coach uh, Neil Evans came on, and I was asking about his baseball slash quarterback, yeah. and he's like, well, just found out this week he's quit football. So anyway, Owen yeah. Miller, I mean, kudos to him stepping in as a sophomore and leading that offense. It is, uh, it's tough to stop right now. Yep, they've got a great scheme, and uh, you know they, they cut their teeth scoring points up there. 
Um, okay, I got a question here on our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Why have we not used Isaiah Satania to date? He, like Hazelwood, I read, were in green jerseys yesterday at practice. So I don't know if it's injury or I don't know if they're just, you know, obviously trying to redshirt him or what the deal is, but they got lots of receivers. We thought he might have a chance to get on the field though, with the speed. You know, the first uh, McAdoo kid from Clarendon. Yeah. He's a gunner on uh, punt. Yeah. You and, know? and Bakke, too. Yep. The other freshman wide receiver. Yep. And, uh, you know, coming out of small school, high school football, you wonder how they're going to adjust to the speed of the game. I mean, speed is speed, and, and McAdoo can run. He but, recovered the the muff punt. Yep, but that's huge. Yep, to see those guys on the field, uh, that that's a good thing. Uh, I don't know why the young man from Fable's not playing. It may, may be injury, but uh, he can run too. Yeah, he's fast. Yeah, yep. But I mean, receiver hasn't been the the issue. No, uh, outside of I mean, a good. few drop balls, but uh, no, they've got talent there, and uh, keep getting Hazelwood involved. That's for sure, and uh, Keytron, and I mean, they, yeah, they've got talent there. Thompson, all those guys. Um, uh, it's how you get the the touches at running back. That's the challenge. Yeah, because got a lot of guys there. Well, he mentioned Dominion yesterday too. It's a guy who wants to get more opportunities for too. And Dominion, you got Johnson, you got Green, uh, you got Green, and of course Sanders. I mean, and that's a good problem to have, but. Man, I can tell you that's a challenge as a position coach when you go into those meetings. Yesterday, Coach Pittman talked about how they're handling the loss, talking about the KJ fumble and the running back room. Get to all that in the Red White Report coming up, brought to you by Big O Tires. Coach, thank you. Thank our sponsors, too, you know, over there at uh, Kitchen Truck Sales and uh, Farm Brothers, Lance Gassaway and Alan Kitchen. Appreciate it.